Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I mean, one of the listeners' ideas today is so bad. Hello! Do you mind, mate? Do you fucking mind? Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. I was rehearsing this intro on the train up here out loud because I really fluffed it before. Do you remember last time? It was really bad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really embarrassing. So on the train, I was tapping people on the shoulder and saying, Sit there, would you? And look like John, so I can get this right. The rules are simple. Every episode, we can read out as many of your film ideas as we like, usually about six, but only one can be taken to the next stage. We'll replace the very popular Monopoly game at McDonald's. Labour MP Tom Watson has called for the fast food chain to drop the promotion, but also failed to state that any podcast... But also failed to state that any podcast tie-ins would also be a bad idea. Ronald, our phones are by our sides and we're willing to listen to any offers. I'm Joel, a man who puts the ire in, oh, Vampire Weekend, are they still going? Really? And across from me is John Harris, a man who has the world's largest collection of novelty Nintendo slogan t-shirts. However, all five of said t-shirts have never been seen by the public due to John's insistence of wearing multiple layers, even in the hot, hot Mauritian sun. There's so much truth in that one this week, John. That was a really wordy intro this week, and I did it seamlessly without a single mistake sometimes you allude to stuff that's happening in the news but in mm. this one you fully like named and shamed a politician and everything it wasn't like hmm, did, 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 did. like oh you know what's happening in the world right now i don't now. know if i'm shaming oh, him no maybe it's probably not. a good thing hey, hey here's mm. the two sides to that coin yeah number one people should eat less fast food number two i love fast food <laughs> It's There's di- a picture of a pizza on my jumper it's right now. Dif- it's difficult. Um, and I, lo- I love that goddamn Monopoly promotion so much. Yeah, I, I'm i not like the most regular McDonald's consumer. But when, Mono- but exactly. when, when Monopoly in, comes around, you're I passing do. go. I'm um, passing go. I'm eating donuts that I don't want to eat. Yeah. Oh, God. Give me anything. I'm uh, your, your McDonald's order becomes tailored to what will get you the most stickers. It's genius, <laughs> isn't it? It's an absolute work of genius. Mm. Oh, I'll have that weird promotional chicken burger because I'll get nine stickers as opposed to seven when I have the thing I really like. It's incredible. <laughs> to be honest, it's incredible. I imagine they just look in their cupboards, you know, the McDonald's yeah, larder, the big and they say, what have we got loads of? Oh, we've got loads of this old chicken. Give it nine stickers. <clears throat> They'll lap it up. And do you know what? We do. Joel Grove does. Yeah. Anyway, looking forward to that. Starts March 28th. Perfect. Um, should we do some films? Hey, here's one from Mark. What MEN want? It's about improvements to the MEN arena. 
Oh, good. Does the can you hear the Manchester Evening News Arena thinking? You can, yeah. It oh. becomes sentient, and it's like, oh, these toilets need an upgrade. Oh, that's yeah. quite good. <laughs> it starts. An artist is performing there. Yeah, yeah. And the artist can hear complaints about the sound and lighting, and the artist's like, oh my god, this this is brilliant. This really is, and you know, and eventually the arena wants to become the world's best gig venue. Oh, so that's quite sweet. Yeah, that sounds like, and it's got a nice. Manchester accent. I won't be doing it now. It's mad for it. Is what uh, it keeps saying. Uh, yeah. I, I can't really do line. a Manchester accent. No, let's not try. Uh, but the MEN Arena. Never been there. I've never. Have you? No. Oh right. That's why I said never been there. Oh, I thought it was a question. There was an intonation in the voice that suggested it was a question. No. In the French language, that's good enough as a question. That is saying a statement, going up at the end. Hey, question. and Australian language. Hmm. Febreze. <laughs> There's a Febreze button nearby for the record. What is it? What's that mean in English? <laughs> Fabrice. Fabrice. That's a name, isn't it? So yeah, what MEN want? Uh, yeah, I like it. I'm all there for it. I mm. think that's nice. I think we should show more respect to our larger buildings. I do think we don't treat You've said them. that quite a while, quite a long time. <laughs> yeah. Finally, respect our big two buildings. interests have collided. How big venues. Yeah. Here's the thing, right? Here's, do you want a controversial, unpopular opinion? No. <laughs> So, big venues, bad. Generally, people think they're bad, don't they? Yeah. Big stadiums for music, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the acoustics and all that jazz. The O2 has got some of the best acoustics in all of the world. Don't know why you're doing a weird face and making a weird noise. It's a fact. It's really good. It's so good, isn't it? The sound at the O2. But, but people like to shame it. Yeah. People like to shame it because they want to see someone in a shed somewhere. But, hey, the Dave Matthews band aren't playing in a shed anymore. No. They're so big. Not yet. Um, they're actually going to be in Berlin when I go to Berlin next week the dave matthews band yeah and i'm thinking that'd be fun i don't really know anything about them but they're always mentioning american sitcoms <laughs> why are the dave matthews band such a big part of american sitcoms joel and i don't talk about our holidays much on this podcast mm. because we don't really go on holiday no. that much because we, we're too dedicated to the podcast But outside of the podcast i've spent so much time talking to joel about the fact i'm going to mauritius shortly that i didn't know you were going to berlin we're both going away next week we're both gonna be out of the country next week who will protect the dream factory we're we gonna have to get a night watchman in who would protect britain's humor let us know if you're willing to take up the mantle and protect Britain's humour for a few days next week. Tweet us. Yeah, please do. Um, be very important. And we will consider all CVs. Uh, what about this one from Jason? Little trouble in Big China. I like it. <laughs> that, um, is good. Really... that is good. That is good. Big China, I assume, is China. Uh, that's the biggest China. <laughs> no, uh, currently known to man. China is the biggest China cur- currently known to man. And what's the little tr- trouble? Um, I assume it's not like a big action, you know. No, it's rompy. sort of like a missing cat. Ah, oh, I would watch it. I'd watch it. A missing a cat goes missing. Where are we saying it's going missing? In a small version of China. Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. In big China, which is oh, China. I see. Because it's big trouble in little China. Exactly. What's little China in that? Is it Chinatown? Yeah, I think it's a Chinatown. Which Chinatown is it? How many Chinatowns are there? Uh, oh, good. That's question. a good question, isn't it? Because look, the Chinatowns I know of, London. And New yeah. York. Uh, uh, San Fran. Whoa. Whoa. San how many Chinatowns China? oh, are there? Let me Google. How many? Is it going to list all the towns in China? According to... <laughs> <laughs> is it listing all of... No, here we go. List of Chinatowns. Because, like, Beijing's not a Chinatown, is it? But, it, I mean, it literally is. Mm. What, more of a city? How many Chinatowns are there in the United States? Don't want the United States. How many are there in the UK? World. Are there other Chinatowns outside of London in the UK? What is a China? John's on the website now where the headline is, What is a Chinatown? Officially, according to Chinatownology.com, uh, there's 16 Chinatowns in Asia, 
12 Chinatowns in Europe and 7 in the Americas. Shout out to Europe, second on the Chinatown list. Big stuff from us. Um, yeah, okay, let's find out if there's another one in the UK. There, there are, are five Chinatowns in the UK. You are having a laugh. That means we've got nearly half the Chinatowns in Europe. <laughs> I didn't realise we were punching so far above our weight when it came to Chinatowns. We are oh, we're swimming in Chinatowns. We've got, so, we've got a plethora of Chinatowns. The other towns need to step it up. Little Italy? Have we got a Little Italy? What's a Little Italy? There's a Little Italy in New York. That's that half, isn't it? Deep in the middle of Little Italy, Little Diddy, though, that we did a little man the That's the one. Uh, it's about Diddy Kong. Yeah, I used to know that line from a rap. I used to know a line from a rap. What a boast. Is there a Little Italy in London? It's coming up on Google. Oh, is this now? Is this no, podcast? that's a restaurant. No, no, let's move on. Uh, it's a well, restaurant. that's tiny. Is this podcast now me and you Googling things? Yep. Uh, do you like it? Let us know. Cool, okay. He br- he, Five. He, we didn't say where the Chinatowns were. One of them's in Newcastle, one of them's in Manchester, one of them's in Birmingham, and one of them's in Liverpool. Which so the big cities. The, the main large I mean, cities. You'd be loving it if it was like Basingstoke or something. It'd be great, wouldn't it? Do you want this one from Emma? Don't I like- know, I haven't heard it yet, mate. <laughs> yeah, well, let me know when I'm finished talking, yeah? I'm, I'm a big fan of when someone finds, like, an article on the internet and says, you know, do this. Yeah, uh, I'd love more of that, please. So this is an article from NME. Israel could ban Icelandic anti-capitalist BDSM techno band Hatari from Eurovision. There's so much going on. That's the densest film idea I've ever heard. Yeah. What, what genre of music is that again? Anti-capitalist BDSM techno. It's BDSM. We're talking bondage and sadomasochism. We're not. Yeah, there's not like there's not some sort of not dance like music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I didn't know about how many BDSMs is that? Okay, that's interesting. I like that. Thanks, mate. <laughs> you throw me off my train of thought with Sorry. a compliment. That's how rarely you give me them. Yeah, that's sad, isn't it? So they wear BDMS BDM. <laughs> Do they wear BDSM gear on stage? It look. I mean, from the image, it looks like there's a lot of leather and there's some spikes going on. But no, like, worse than, like... Is BDSM a- gear exclusively leather? Never seen it in any other... Leather and latex. Cotton. Cotton. Wool. Lovely polyester cotton mix. I would say, generally speaking, that... PVC. What's PVC? It's skin tight. I know that much. Plastic. Mm. Velcro. Mm. Crisis. <laughs> <laughs> Great band name. Yeah. That's the name of the Icelandic band, actually. Plastic Velcro. 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 Plastic Volvo crisis. Oh, mate. <laughs> Plastic Volvos would be a crisis. <laughs> it would be a crisis, especially in the heat. Okay. Well, the, for the record, what they're wearing, unless they do start like halfway through the, the, the concert getting kicks from hurting one another, I mm. would say that they're just wearing... It looks like, like standard Eurovision fair exactly. to me. Exactly. It's just like leverage. If you're going to ban them... dressed like yeah, that. If you're going to ban that, there's not really many acts at Eurovision. It's going to be poor old Daz Sampson on his own, <laughs> singing his song 40 times. <laughs> Under these rules, not even Scooch would have got through. <laughs> and that, I mean, that might have been a good thing. <laughs> Hang on, maybe I'm all for this. Yeah, actually. Ban Scooch. Shout out to Scooch. Rest in peace. Well, the band's dead. Don't look at oh, me like that. I, thought I don't know if any of the members are dead, but oh. I mean, their career's definitely okay, fine, dead. Fine, fine, don't fine. look at me like, no, Scooch is still a, a thing. I'm seeing them. No, I Come just... With Apollo. I just didn't know. I thought you had some intel about one of the members of Scooch being dead. Where would I find that out? I'd have to be part of the family. <laughs> It's not in the Times obit section, is it? Oh dear, this is a really horrible episode. Oh, I would love... Last uh, last week was filth, this is just evil. Hey, here's one from Jamie. Alfa Romeo and Juliet. A woman <laughs> falls hopelessly in love with a car she can't have. Ah, why can't she have the car? Alfa Romeo's are pretty expensive, mate. Oh, is that what it I is? I think they are. They're one of those weird brands, aren't they? <laughs> you know, they're one of those car brands mm. that no one owns. Just weird, isn't it? Yeah, so she falls in love with an Alfa Romeo. Yep. But... 
her family are Audi dealers. Oh. Her name's Julia Audi. I failed to mention that, didn't I? <laughs> you did. It's written down here from Jamie. Yeah, thanks, uh, Jamie. So she is she works in an Audi dealership. Okay. And she sells Audis all day long. Her dad loves Audis. Mm. He's a proudy Audi guy. And does she And hate over the road over hey, I'll tell you where this takes place. You yeah. ever been to the M four? I've 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 probably been on the M4. There's a bit of the M4 where it's got all the car garages. And they're really big, John. And do you know why they're so big? Because the road's on two levels. You've got the ground level, and then you've got the raised motorway. And you can see into those garages from both levels. Wowzers. We've got Audi down there. Yeah. We've got Mercedes. They've recently opened in this film an Alfa Romeo. And she can see the Alfa Romeo from across the street, and she wants it. Ah. Uh. Oh, that's hey, nice. maybe she wants one of the salespeople in there. That's nicer than her trying mm. to shag a car. Yeah. She's only one litter away from a cat. <laughs> um, I there's the, but that is a thing. There is a thing about people being in love with inanimate objects. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. that's a Channel Four or Channel Five documentary that I man, have not seen. Uh, yeah, but man with a cock and an exhaust. It's yeah. always a man. And it, uh, people talk about it. I've heard people talk about it, and they always go, "And one lady married the Eiffel Tower." <laughs> So they talk. Who says that? <laughs> Which person have you heard talking oh, about that? One, 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 I'm in my kitchen at work, not in my own kitchen. Oh, I was going to say, you're in the kitchen, the window's open. <laughs> you just hear two blokes walking past. And then, one of them married the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> Cleaning the windows. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <are> John. <laughs> All right, mate. <laughs> you I'd seen that, that documentary last night? I'd love, yeah. I'd love having a, 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 like a friendly relationship with a window cleaner. And all he told you about was Channel 4 documentaries. <laughs> John, and his face was covered in fur. That's also very Channel Four, isn't it? He had nine stomachs, John. I think they've. I think Channel Four have pivoted to slightly more tasteful documentaries, and we're and stereotyping. You're right, it's a shame. <laughs> and we're stereotyping them like ten years ago. But I'm all there for it. Mm-hmm. Wait, where are we? Who are we? What are you talking about? Yeah, but also I do like. So she drives the Alfa Romeo around from from a, secretly from a cin- cinematic perspective. Mm-hmm. I like the use of. The the road itself is kind of a metaphor of the divide between the two lovers. It's it, really nice. Hey, and I know what you're thinking. Yep. How does the owner of the Audi garage find out? I'm going to tell you how. So she parks her Audi just around the corner from the Audi garage. Yeah. And in the morning and the evening. In the morning, she drives up in her Alfa Moreo, Moreo, that's right, switches car into the Audi and then drives the Audi around to the garage. And then at night, just drives the Audi around the corner and then drives the Alfa Romeo. Easy. The guy who owns the garage spots how many miles are on the clock oh uh, nice yeah, she knows that he's only done a few miles in it and then he follows her home oh yeah and there's a big fight okay what else happens in romeo and juliet i went to romeo and juliet secret cinema and it got rained off so i don't know anything about it so the thing is for for this to work like mm. the car has to be sentient for the for the yeah, ending it's a to talking work, car because for the ending to work what, what the car needs to do is it needs to torture itself it needs to torch another car that looks like itself yeah and then juliet finds that car kills herself and then he comes and yes. t- tortures himself is that what happens at the end of romeo and juliet one of them he kills no he kills himself no he do- no he uh oh, what what one of them uses like a thing that puts them into a brief coma. Oh, the yeah. The other one comes in, believes dead. they're dead, yeah. kills himself, and then when she wakes up, whoever. So, is what the, the first car does it, is it looks like it's dead, but all it needs is a little jump start. Oh, mm. nice. And then she kills Interestingly, him. that you say torching, I did see a car on fire right on that road not long ago, and it makes me suspect that maybe you did it. <laughs> I, look, I was trying to get the film made, okay? That's good work. I've cut a little sizzle reel. I think it's going to be good. It was sizzling. 
One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now, give me another film idea, John. All right, what about this one from Lem, The Hobbitual Liar? <gasps> Everything Bill Bowes ever said never happened. Yeah. He didn't really go on any adventures. Jim Carrey. <gasps> is Bilbo Baggins that's great why not why don't make it Liar Liar I'd imagine Liar Liar is one of the ones that has aged badly because the only thing I remember from Liar Liar is I'm pretty sure there is a sequence where he's in a lift with a with a lady who has larger um, upstairs <laughs> she has larger upstairs yeah he went around her house yep. <laughs> how's this work <laughs> Why is There's it? two rooms on the bottom floor <laughs> and ten up here. It's like a, a mad Sims yeah, house. Yeah, like an upside down pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he can't help but say things about her breasts. Because of the big house. <laughs> it's weird. Hey, is the film The Invention of Lying the same film as Liar Liar? Mm, no, because in Liar Liar he just can't stop lying. In The Invention of Lying he's No, he keeps telling the truth. He's, oh, a, yeah. he's a bad liar. He cannot lie. Because the famous bit is the bit where he gets a speeding ticket, isn't it? Yeah. And the guy, the policeman pulls him over and he goes, you know, what were you doing there? And obviously normally you'd, a Jim Carrey type would go, hey, um, I was in a rush. Sorry. Uh, my wife's giving birth. But then he just repeats exactly what happened. Yeah, yeah. Basically. Sorry, sorry. Liar, liar is a man who so constantly lies. It. God, that Gervais is a genius. Yeah. Good stuff. Mm. Yeah. Okay, fine. And everything Bilbo says is a lie. Oh yeah, we're, oh, yeah, we, the we're just thing. talking. The minute we've just spoken about liar, liar, Joe, mm. we cannot move on until we've actually <laughs> put some yeah, sort sorry, of middle stuff in this. Okay, what happens in the Hobbit? There's a dragon. There's the first bit of Gollum. I mean, if we're talking about the films, there's three of them unnecessarily for a book that's like a hundred pages. I don't think I saw the third one. Yeah, have you seen all three? Uh, the third one's okay. I don't actually think I've seen all three of them, but I have seen the third one. So between us, we've seen them. Legolas is still around. In the film. Yeah. Not in the book. That's an interesting addition. Orlando Bloom's a lucky beggar, isn't he? What do you mean? You don't, he's, he's a good looking dude. I don't, I don't rate him. That's fine. Anyway, those franchises, Pirates and Middle Earth. Oh, he absolutely smashed it in yeah. that respect. Right. So he, uh, so Bilbo, I, I don't know. He goes to, he sees a dragon, there's some money. I don't know. There's, but he didn't Benedict see any of it. He was just he in a He made pub. it all up. He made it all up. 
And so then what? When he tells Frodo about all his adventures, that's all a lie. And he freaked. And then Frodo goes off on a similar adventure and Bill West thinking, what have I done? <laughs> yeah. Uh, John, give me one more idea. Uh, should we have a Pip Diddy Pip? Of course. Let's see if there are any Pip Diddy Pips Is the well left. running dry? Yeah, pretty much. Is it? Yeah. Ready Player Juan. Good. Spanish version. Yeah, cool. All right. Uh, <laughs> what about this one? I don't know Ready Player One. We always do spins on Ready Player One because it's quite a good title to pun. But yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen Ready Player oh, One. Oh, I haven't seen it. So, just full of Spanish pop culture. Yeah, What are I your favourite things from Spanish pop culture? Oh, mate. This is Enrique Iglesias. That's, mate, honestly, the only real Spanish pop or like Spanish pop culture we have is pop music. Yeah. That little orange that was the mascot for the World Cup. Yep, good guy. Really he good pops guy. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Naranja? That's orange, isn't it? Naranja, yeah. Ready player Juan. Do we? Do you know any Juans? There must be Juans in football. Yeah, there's loads. Any of note that would make... Account me? Would that... Would, went crazy then, yeah. Would he make for a fun... There aren't really any crazy Juans. Mm. <laughs> Is there a Juan? There aren't really many famous Juans outside of sport, I don't think. Because this week's episode has just been us Googling. I'm going to Google the word Juan. And this week's episode happens. is actually sponsored by Google. Juan Mata. That's uh, a yeah. Formula One Juan driver, Mata. isn't it? No, he plays for Manchester United. Good. <laughs> Juan Guado. Juan Fourth. Juan B- B- Branco. Juan Martin Del Potro. Yeah, he's a tennis player. Well, why don't we do tennis? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. They, they might say ready player Juan. They put like... He puts on, he look, as far as I can tell from every picture, he wears a big sweatband on his mm-hmm, forehead, mm-hmm. pulls that down to his head. It's a VR. He Great, VR tennis. The, the whole concept of uh, Ready Player One is that this tech guy has made this incredible VR world that you live in. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the world, the real world itself is kind of deteriorating as it gets better. It's fun in like a Spielberg-y way. And it's got loads of like references. So there's like an incredible sequence that's like like a pop popcorn version of The Shining. Which oh. is pretty mad, like in yeah. the actual hotel from The Shining and stuff. So that's fun, mm. but yeah, like I, I can't really remember a hell of a lot afterwards. But I did enjoy it whilst I was watching it. And where would Del Potro fit into that? Well, I think he could be the protagonist, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he tennises his way through all these pop culture oh, references. Good. Slices so, his way through. Yeah, backhand, forehand. Stop slam. showing off! Stop showing off! Uh, what slam? What's a, a slam? slam? When you win the big tennis trophy, a grand, a grand slam. slam. <laughs> good. You know all the terms. You've been secretly watching sport. I thought when. When to win a grand slam, you have to like slam it, you have to like hit the is that, that's not really what you think, <laughs> of course not. It is though, isn't it? Maybe that's a smash to the point you're thinking of. Uh, hey, yeah. uh, hey, 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 yes, what Pip, about our film look, ideas? Pip's well as truly run dry. Pip, it? I know you're listening, send us some good film ideas, would you please? Hey, here's my film idea. Yeah, are we doing our own ideas? Yeah, this one's from me. It's a new superhero film, cool, Egg Boy. Uh, okay, a yeah, boy yeah, yeah, eats yeah. a radioactive egg. What would your and powers he takes be? takes on the power of egg. And he takes on the power of Islamophobia. No, 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 no. He doesn't, no. He takes, so when Spider-Man gets bitten by the spider, he takes on the powers of a spider. Yeah. He doesn't I take on the- I thought you were referencing the kid who- I, Of course head. I am. I've just so invented what? Egg Boy. Exactly. But he doesn't so take on the powers of Islamophobia. He takes on Islamophobia. Oh, yeah, good point. Sorry, Jesus Christ, John. Jesus. You've been all over the place. It's almost like you're on holiday mode already, mate. It's pathetic. <laughs> Check in. Oh, yeah, I'm really so, sorry. He Obviously, on, the he, kid doesn't take takes on that on power. All of the positive attributes, and there are many of an egg, <laughs> <laughs> a fragile protective shell. Yeah. A. Yeah. B. Delicious. <laughs> C. Can oval be, shaped. Yeah. <laughs> Can be prepared in many ways. D. Very. He's versatile. That's a good thing about him. Contributing factor to most of the great things in life, like cake. 
He's an excellent source of protein. Yeah. Yeah. Mixes well with others. That's like what you're saying. <laughs> this sounds more like a job interview now. Yeah, he becomes Egg Boy. Okay, I like it. And He's... he goes around just smashing eggs on fascists. And it turns out, hey, like the aliens in War of the Worlds, yeah. knocked down by the common cold, eggs are the thing that will defeat fascism. Oh, no. Nice. And he goes and eggs all of the cunts. So the reason that the guy, like... Oh, I... I love it so much. He's so calm. Yeah. It's, he's 17... And he's just there in this room. If you've not seen it, go on the internet and Google Egg Boy. It's really good. And this lad, that is that senator in America who, you know, said some terrible things about the no, he's Australian. attack. Did I say America? Yeah. I just, the word senator, man, I'm an yeah. idiot. He's either from Tatooine or America. Um, <laughs> the senator in Australia said some terrible things about the attack in New Zealand. This lad's not having any of it. He just stands there and so calmly films himself smashing an egg on the guy's head. So calmly. And then he gets smacked in the face. And he just doesn't react. He's 17. And then, I mean, they choked him. It was pretty bad. Yeah. Four of them sort of piled on him. But it, do you know what, John? Did a matter because he was already a hero before he hit the ground. So now he goes home and consoles himself by eating an egg. Yeah. He doesn't know it's a radioactive one. And he becomes Egg Boy. And instead of like Web Slinger, he can just produce a single egg at any time. And he smashes it on all the Nazis' heads. I would like it if in the, like the next time we see an interview with the guy who was egged. Mm-hmm. Someone else egged him. No, there's just like, that would be good. Yeah. But also you notice like burn marks on his skin. Cracks, no cracks. Crack. Yeah, because... He turns as, his enemies aller- into an egg. Because they're, they're allergic yeah. to the eggs. Because they're secretly made of egg. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. The only thing that will defeat eggs is Egg, egg. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know it's my idea, but whew, what an idea. I know that like we, we're not like, you know, super, hey, let's talk about politics and all that jazz. No, we are. Every week. Super this is serious political discourse on this podcast, isn't it? The thing that really stressed me out about the video is the guy turns around, mm. sees that it's a 15-year-old, and there is a second before he punches it. Yeah, There's a yeah. moment where he clearly goes, oh, no, this is a child. Yeah. Fuck it, I'm going to punch him anyway. Yeah. I think I think maybe he's a dickhead, that guy. <laughs> and that's why he did it. All hey, right. John, what's your idea? Uh, it's not as good as Egg Boy. I'm telling you now, I've not even seen it. It's not as good as Egg Boy. Matt Rio Ferdinand. Ex-footballer, falls on hard times, gets into plumbing. That's quite fun. Yeah, so you don't, it's not, there's, there's not too many allusions to actual Mario. It's it's more of a sad drama about... Uh, Does he grow uh, a big moustache? Oh, uh, towards the end. Imagine if Rio Ferdinand came to your house to fix your shower. Would you make him do a keepy-ups? <laughs> Would you? He'd be a good plumber. He seems like a really good egg. He's tall and angular. Pardon the reference to the last film. <laughs> yes, we get it, Joel. You came up with a good idea. Yeah. So what's happened with Rio? He's had to shell out for a big divorce. Yeah. Another egg pun. And he's trying to crack into the plumbing market. <laughs> he... Well, <laughs> you still thinking of fun? No, absolutely not. Anyway, it's so... It's a hard-boiled Sports, drama, yeah? Hard-boiled drama. Sky Sports it? poached him, but then Sky Sports <laughs> went under. And he's so feeling scrambled. <laughs> he, his choices are scrambled. He doesn't know where to look. <laughs> and he gets into plumbing. I might remove your film Omelets. from the episode. <laughs> So it just seems like you've he, had a breakdown. Um, the problem is, right, Yeah. is that because he's never driven a van before, it takes him a long time to get to places, and he always says, sorry, omelette, I got lost. <laughs> oh, do you know what? Let's just call it a day. I think I think we can call it a day. <laughs> sorry, omelette. Yeah, yeah, we got I it. I got lost. Knock, knock, knock on the studio door. I've got a plumber coming. No. Guess n- who it is. No, we know it's the end of the show, because on the studio door, actually, we've overrun, but it doesn't matter, because... <laughs> Rio was coming to record a podcast, but as we know, he's lit. He's sorry, I'm lit.
Oh, man. Hey, that was good, wasn't it? Uh, was it? Post-show review. Have we ever said it's bad? Wasn't oh, it? Wasn't it? Was it good? Uh, I'm not sure. I think I think you can be the judge of that. If you're still listening, it can't mm. have been that bad. But Hey, there were a few yokes in there. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, dear. The thing is, I get even less time between the actual episode and this than you guys get. You at least get like six seconds of plinky plonky xylophone. I mm. get immediate more Joel. Awful. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Imagine how much I get. <laughs> cool, thanks, bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.